0: This is Gemar Nedarim Adaf Mem as we embark on another incredible Perek of Meseches Nedarim Perek. As we'll see, that's going to contain some of the most famous stories in Shas. Stay tuned. But for now, let's begin with the Mishnah. On Mem Tesh says the Mishnah. And as we're going to see right away, that the theme of the beginning of the parik is going to be that nadarim work by the way people talk. That if people respond and considered a certain item to be called A and not B, then only A is being considered and not B, as we will see. So if you're noider Minamivusho, if you make a nether for something which is cooked, your mother bitzli, you're allowed to eat something which is not cooked, which is roasted, ubishaluk and which is undercooked. Omar, case number two, if he says, I'm not going to eat a Tavshol, what is a Tavshol? So he's, anything he that is made in a pot, he is forbidden to eat. But he's Mutter Ba'ava, he's allowed to eat salad foods. And the Gemara is going to explain the reason for these, Dinim. As well, Umotar bebeitza termuta. He's allowed to eat a beitzer termuta, a certain type of egg, as we'll see tomorrow. It's cooked a thousand times in hot, a thousand times in cold, and then becomes his teeny little egg. Ubedalas, armutza. And he's allowed to eat a delas, a gourd of armutza. Case number three in the Mishnah. Hanoi dermi mysekadeira. If you made a nadir from a maisekadeira, you know sir, Elabi then what is forbidden? A miceer rischasa, that which prepared in a pot. Omar. Excuse me, that which is prepared by rasah, by boiling. Omar, koinam my yorkideira. If someone says, a nadir, that which I will Kainem hayoy reid, excuse me, not hayoyra, hayoy reid licha likadeira, that which goes into a pot. She ain't I will not eat. Then also bechol amis vashlim bechadera. Then he is forbidden to everything that is cooked in a pot. So we see that that we see that everything goes by the way that it's called. So now, before we even go into the Gemara, let's quickly peek at the first Ran when the Ran comments of haanoy derman amavushli yomoter btsliu says the Ran. Why? Because they're not included in the word "mivushal." Shalik is bashul, lo bashul, taffully cooked. The hidush shalik nami mashul mivushal, but shalik also was at some level called cooked. Yoisur mi dach, they did A al teretz vena neser shalik a tsura vneser shalik. Da'cha bashul, lo bashul, u diven Here it is. Halach achar loshen vnei adam, and that is going to be the theme. That is the rule of today's year. darim. this is really something that brings us all the way back about two months ago to that base. Nidarim go by Lashon bin Adam. darim go by the way people talk. And people don't call something that is partially cooked Mivushal. And with that, we begin the Gemara. Tanya, we learned in Ebraiser of says the Gemara. Rav Yishaya says it's usr to eat sli, even if he said muvushal. Commenting on the first case of the Mishnah that says muvushal, the Mishnah says you're allowed to eat sli. Says Rav Yishaya, no, it's forbidden. I don't have a proof, but I have an illusion, a zicha, remembrance. Shemar says in the Torah. I shouldn't say Torah. Says and they cooked. Kim mishpat in fire as is um, necessary, as is the mishpat as the halacha. So although we know. A carbon Pesach, of course, is Sli, is roasted. Still, it's called mivushal. So it says the Gemara that included mivushal is Sli. So says the Gemara, and here we're going to bring out this Machlaikas that we just pointed out. That Leimah B'hakamifchi. What is the Machlaikas? What is the debate between Rav Yeshayah and Amishnah? To Rav Yeshayah, so suggest the Gemara, a fundamental machlikes is brewing between our Mishnah and Rav Yishayah. In our Mishnah, as we pointed out for that first round, it goes by Lashon B'nai Adam. And people don't call it something cooked, Sli, Rav Yeshaya is going by Lashon Taira. And the Taira, and the Taira would at times refer to something sly as Mavushal. Answers the Gemara, loy that is not the machlekes. The everyone agrees with Everyone agrees that by Nadarim we go by the way people talk, and yet, so what's the debate between Rishai and the Mishnah? Marki Asrei, Marki Asrei. is going by the way they spoke in the place that he was. In the place of our they call Slee, Slee, Mavushal, Mavushal. Baba Yeshaya sleek? Are you Mavushal? But the place Ravi Yeshaya, even Sleeve and Rose, they call Mavushal? Asks the Gemara, Vakra, Nasev La, Asmachta, Ve'alma. Says the Gemara, What do we do to the Pasik? Ravi Yeshaya seemingly quotes a Pasik, says the Gemara, just an Asmachta. So, okay. We thought we had a fundamental makhleikas, and the Gemara comments that we do not. Continues the Gemara, koinam tavshil. We're about eight lines, and we quote the next case in the Mishnah, that if someone says, I make an edger against a tavshil, of cooked food, and we said he's only allowed to eat uh, liquidy foods, but he's not—he's only not allowed to eat, excuse me, liquidy foods, but he's allowed to eat solid foods. So now the Gemara is going to explain why this is so. Ask the Gemara, vami tavshil nader. You're differentiating the Mishnah, which is like salad and not one second. You said that it's also all cooked foods. Our Mishnah. When it says tafshul, what is included in the word tafshil? Anything that is eaten with bread. Things eaten with bread are called a tafsil says the Gemara, and this is a Raya, this Viatanya is not a Kasha, but as we see, the Ran of course points out, similar to what Rashi generally points out, that this Ve'atanya is Khusa. this Ve'atanya is a Raya, says the Gemara. As we learned in our brayso, so he said there are three lines of the white lines of the tashl. He's forbidden to eat all types of tashl of cooked food. The as well. He's forbidden with roasted and partially cooked food. And with fully cooked foods. the and similarly, he's forbidden to be hit to riot rakot. And he's forbidden with soft um uh types of uh, uh or uh, mushrooms or squash, different types of uh, soft types of veggies. <laughs> excuse me, says the rice explicitly. Why? Because these are foods that a chayle eats with bread. So we see in his rice, like we're explaining our Mishnah, that when he used the word Tavshil, Tavshil refers to something eaten with bread. And that's why something which is liquidy, which could be eaten with bread, that is forbidden. But something which is a salad will not be forbidden. Asks the Gemara on the last narrow line, Amy, is this true? The but we learned, Rav Yirmiya Chalash, got sick asya, a doctor comes to Rav Yermiya lastui to heal him. Khaza kara de and the doctor sees a kara squash de machas that is lying in his house. He sees some squash lying on the floor. Shavke, the doctor leaves Vinofak and Omar, the doctor says is Ledin you have the Malach you're inviting into your house by having these dangerous foods and you're inviting me in, you say you're inviting me in to heal you? how could that be? So says the Gemara we have a problem, the price who previously taught us that squash is good for Achayla, all things that Achayla eats, over here the prices is seemingly that squash is some dangerous food Answers the Gemara on the third by line Loikasha like, ha The difference is one is tender, soft squash, which is good for sick people. Ha hard squash, which is not. Rava Barula Amar says Ravah Barula ha gufei One is the squash itself, that is bad for you. Ha One is with the inside of the squash. Which is good for a person. Damer Rav Yehuda, as Rav Yehuda taught, luliva dekara bisilka. The luliva of the kara, the inside of the squash, is good to heal you. Luliva dekisna but the inside of the flax is eaten with kutach is good for healing as well. V'daver zeh la'imran, this entity you should never say because we don't want them. What's the reason we can't tell Amarets? Because they're going to take all the flax. And they're going to eat it from the outsides to heal them, and we're not going to have any more flax on harvest. So it says the Gemara. Two different differentiations between the squash, and on the last line, Rav Amram What did the brysa mean when it says Chaylin eat these items? Rabbanon. It refers to Rabbanon Tyra scholars. They're a little bit weaker. That's the reason why we're saying that they're going to eat this squash, whereas for other people, it's going to be. Bad for them. And the Gemara now explains where Rava elsewhere called Talmidei Chachamim Chaylin Ravah Le Taimei Ta'amah Ravah as Rava has taught previously as we turn over to Memtes Mebeis Keman Matzlinan Al-Kitziri Ve'al Mire'i And according to whom do we dive in for the ill, for the Chaylin and for the Mire'i and for the sickly and that's the three ways of reconciling this tirah. whether squash is good for you, whether squash is not good for you. And the sheet of Ravan that he refers to Chachamim, as chaylin, it's the fact that they're sitting learning Torah all day, they're a bit weaker than the average person. We continue on Memtesam and base with the two dots, three lines down, that we learned in the Mishnah, That when one makes a nadar against this cooked food, as we just finished explaining, it's only things that you eat with bread, but things that you do not eat with bread are going to be permissible. So says the Gemara, You're allowed to eat solid foods, and solid foods are not generally eaten with bread. Explains the Gemara on the fourth line of Mantasaf el-Biz, Mas Nisan, Deloi ki Babloi. Our Mishnah does not reflect, our Mishnah is not the, our Mishnah is not the Babylonians. Why is the Mishnah now working with the Babloi? Because Babloi, Maisa eat even thick entities with their porridge. The Amar Rav Zira, as Rav Zira has taught, you foolish Babylonians that eat bread with bread. So the Gemara is saying that that's the reason why that's the reason why you can't that is the reason why, excuse me, you can't bring a riot from the Babylonians for the sim, for the simple reason that the Babylonians are the ones that eat bread with bread which our Mishnah is not referring to that. Says the Gemara, Rav Chista, Teimashel lehayin on the sixth line, La Lahalin, Nakdona dehutzal. Says Rav Chista, Rav Chista was from Bavel, and says Rav Chista is the son that could ask about the wonderful food that they serve in Hutzal. That what hadin daisa, This parich mat heichon maralila this wonderful porridge that we eat with bread. What's the best way? The wheat porridge with wheat. with wheat bread. and barley porridge with barley bread. What's the right way of eating this porridge? Rava ate the porridge with flour of oven-dried grains and different eating practices of different people. Now once we're on the topic of oatmeal, of porridge, comments, the Gemara, about 12 lines down. The first line is Rava. Rava, Ravuna, Ashkid, Ravuna. Ravuna, found, Ravuna, Taisa, but, but, and he was eating daiso with his fingers. Amar Lay. Rabbi Avuna said to Rabba, Michael Ochel Marbi, what are you doing? What are you eating with your hands? Amar leh, Ochie, Amar Rav. Daiso, Betzba Asa. Basim. If you eat daiso, if you eat this porridge with your fingers, Basim. That is sweet. V'chol Duchenne B'tartin. And certainly you eat with two fingers. V'chol Duchenne Certainly you eat with three fingers. Now, what exactly does this mean? The are first discuss. But uh, at any rate, it's simply referring to that, uh, you know, you're dipping it in and you're eating the porridge. Amr Rav l'chiyah barei. So Rav says, Turuchiyah yesan v'chiyah amr le'i ravuna l'raba barei. Mizam nin loch l'meich al-daisa al-parisa. Excuse me. Mizam Din loch. Mizam nin loch. Mizam nin loch Lamikh al-daisa. If they invite you to eat Daisa, add Parsa, go all the way, travel up until a Parsa, to eat the Bisra, the meat of an ax, al Tulasah Pars, and you travel three Parsas. So how far one is going to go in order to eat parage, as well as in order to eat these other foods. Continues the Gemara about advice on eating your porridge. One thing that we definitely see, we just comment, that if it's normal to eat something with your fingers, we see from the Gemara that obviously it's allowed. Uh, uh, you know, the incredible Tanayim and Amarayim would never do something which is, which is you know, quote-unquote disgusting. And if they were eating this Daisa um, with their fingers, obviously that was the accepted norm, and therefore there's no problem doing that. Tommy Rab Khiya Brevinamri Ravuna Rabba Bray, call me dam loy tiflat kame, call me dam after anything, loy Tiflat Kameh Rabok, don't spit in front of your Rabbi, Levar min kar, aside for Kara squash, Vitais and Bhari chain diamond lipisulta, which are similar 2. Lipasilta shall avar like a rod of lead. Why? Because if you don't spit these entities out of your mouth, it can be very, very harmful. Therefore, even if you're in front of the rabbi, even if you're in front of Shavar Malka, when you have it inside of you, you have to get rid of it. So one of them, as we just quoted, was eating daisa, this parch, with his fingers. One of them is eating with a huza piece of bark, a primitive fork one who's eating with this fork, says one eating with his fingers. Until when are you going to eat with Feed me your filth. So yasach. It's disgusting. Your fingers are filthy, and you're sticking them in. And I have to deal with your filthy fingers. So Amar Le, so your tzvans, the dachubatzvas, the the one that's eating with the fork, and Mazayat at the How for how long are you gonna feed me your spittle? Because why? Because the saliva that's on your bark, you're sticking your finger, the, the utensil back in. You're double dipping, and I have to eat from your dirty fork. Rav Yehuda, Rav kamayu Los Rav Yud and Rav Shimon um, were fed blufsin, which is a type of figs. Rav Yehuda, Achal Rav Shimin the first white line, Elu These items they never leave your intestines. They harm you. Rav So certainly you should eat them. Why? It's going to fill you up. And you're going to be full until tomorrow. You should for sure eat them. (laughs) Give out. Ketid the Gemara. Rav Yehuda, more stories of Yosef coming to Rav Tarefin, Amr Lehi Rav Hayo in Panecha Suhuvin. Shir so Avit says, "Today your face is shining. Yesterday, yesterday your servants went out to the field and they brought us, they brought me to this uh, this this beet without salt. If I salt, my face would certainly be radiant." And finally, one last story for the day. We're six lines into the Y lines. Amrahi Matranisa, a certain Roman noble and settler of Yuda Mara Viravi. Mare veravi. You're a a Maira, a rabbi, viravi, and you're also a drunk. So how are you allowed? If you're one of the Paskin Shailas, you're asking of Yuda, how can you drunk come drunk? la Hamnusa biyada. Yuda says, Hamnusa dahi. It's uh the Hamnusa, the by the honor, by the coven of that woman, I would be swearing falsely, it if I tasted any wine. Al Kedushabdal Tabarba Khazit Pisha. You're right. I'm a rov, I'm a Paisik, so I don't drink aside for the four cups of wine, Kedish Abdallah. And Pesach night. Bh Sidai. Because the wine I drink, I have to, I, I, my head, it hurts. He had a headache from Pesach all the way to Shavuos, the incredible Tsar that he went through in order to be fulfilled in Mitzvah, but certainly he did not drink, certainly he was not drunk when he passed in Shalos. And we'll pick it up from the Chachos Adam, Tair Panov, and the next year, B'Siyata Zishmayo.